0: Welcome back to NB Teen. NB Teen is a fun and empowering podcast that encourages teens and tweens to live their best lives. Today we will discuss the benefits of attending a diverse school and later my sister will unpack the contents of Burger King's Not So Happy Meal. Let's get started.
1: So the first re- the first topic we're going to talk about today is about attending a diverse school. So Danny, you're the one who chose this topic. Um yes. would you like to say like why you think it is important to attend a, di- a diverse school, school or being in a diver a- in a diverse co- community?
0: I think that this is important because right now in the society that mm-hmm. we live in, it seems like people are having a hard time accepting the differences of others. When I was doing some research earlier today, um, I looked on kickboard.com. When I was doing my research earlier, kickboard.com indicated that a diverse school better prepares students for a global economy, builds confidence later in life, promotes empathy, reduces prejudice, and improves student achievement and foster creativity. And that's one of the reasons I love being in a diverse school, knowing that I'm going to have a different mindset than other people. Why do you think that it is that it is
1: important to live in a diverse school? Diverse school. Um, I think that is a, it is important to be in a diverse school because you get to you get something new every day, and also you're constantly learning new things about new people and you are meeting new people you've never met before and um you're learning more things and you're not just hearing the same things like um the same old things that you've always heard in your lifetime before um and also like Danny said earlier it's better it like gives you confidence and like and in the long run not everyone is going to look like you or be like you and i think that is so unique How people like see like oh because you have this or you don't have that you have to be like a certain way when really the issue with the world is that with society is um everyone is the same but the things that we do are different and you'll find that later on in life yes
0: now I have a question for you now I have a question for you how do you think going to a diverse school helps you
1: right now? How do you think it will help you in the future? Um, It helps me because it makes me more interested in learning about what they tell me about, what, like, my peers tell me about, and um, how I think it will help me in the future. I think it will help me in the future because I won't just know, like, uh one or two or three groups. I will know, like, Everyone and how everybody is different, and get to know new things. And if they do something differently, then I'll know, like, oh, they'll do this differently, but it's nothing different at the same time. So, Danny, can you tell us why, like, what have you done? uh, Like, what do you do? Like, what, how did going to a diverse school help you? And how will it help you in the future? So I think it would help me right now, just seeing different types of
0: people that I don't see every day. I see you, mommy and daddy, every day. Mm -hmm. I don't live with some of the people. I don't live with the people that I see at school every day. Mm -hmm. And going to school and seeing them makes going to school better. It makes going to school more fun. Saying I can see different looking people. Um, I can experience different-looking clothing and different-tasting look, different, um, different tasting foods. The foods taste good. They're just different tasting. Like That's what I like about it. That's what's all... Like, and I'm helping me understand that everyone's way of life will not be the same. And just because we... Because I live a way does not mean that the rest of the world or other people will live that way. Everyone will do their thing differently. Mm-hmm. And in the future... I think my public speaking will get better because I don't. I'm not when I go to school. I'm not just speaking mm-hmm. to African Americans. I'm speaking to African Americans, Africans, Caucasians, Indians, Asians. I'm talking to everybody, so I think that would help me when. Mm-hmm. For I think that would help my public speaking. Yeah, just knowing that I could at least try to relate to everyone, knowing them personally, and knowing different. I like that um
1: any more questions
0: oh um how do you feel that um do you take in do you take um, on any diverse traditions or any religious traditions that are not that we don't really
1: celebrate or like that we don't really do but or that you enjoy doing um yes i know like i was one time interested in like um, my friend was telling me about ramadan and I'm oh, I would like to know more about it, so I did some research on it, and she was telling me about it, and I was like, oh, like, um, I would like to try it one day, like fasting, and it, it's a good, it, they do it for a good reason, and I think that's cool, and also I remember I've always wanted to try um, Kwanzaa, right, Kwanzaa, I've always wanted to try doing Kwanzaa, which seems like really cool and different.
0: Uh, What about you? Um, I have taken on some of the food, like some Indian food, like garlic naan, naan bread, um, chapati, roti, it is amazing. And the pants, I like how they squeeze your ankles, then they get bouncy in like the shin area, and the pants have like a white, two white lines of like going down the side of your legs, then the rest of it is blue. It's just very nice. Then I plan on investing in some Indian jewelry or something like that, that boys wear. I know that um one of my friends, he has this silver Indian bracelet. I don't know what it stands for or means, but it looks nice. I wouldn't mind purchasing one, depending on how costly it is.
1: Um, So I have a question. I notice whenever you talk about, like, your favorite cultures, that you, like, start to kind of have, like, some kind of accent. Can you tell us about that?
0: So when I be talking, when I talk about other cultures, I just really like to get into what I'm talking to. So I tend to have an accent or I tend to roll my tongue a little bit. Like when I say um, chapati, it'd be like, I love chapati. Or I'd be like, um, roti," And that's how they say it. And I watch so many YouTube videos on how to roll that chapati so it's nice and flat. So when you put it on your pan, it kind of puffs up. So I kind of just adapt it to the accents and i have friends that talk like that quite a bit so i think it just kind of sinks into my
1: soul okay um so danny um if i'm not mistaken you have what's it called a, a, a dia- diablo yes a diablo diablo um is so that's uh it's like a cool like yo-yo that yes. you use with sticks you like talk more about that and like how it's diverse and how like you have like how you've met people and you were like oh this seems cool I want to try it out.
0: Yeah so I have a something called a Diablo and if you don't know what that is it's a Chinese yo-yo and that's what um other people tend to call it and it has it's like a what's that thing called um a time, yeah, the timer. Sand timer. The sand timer. You know how you have the sand timer, you flip it, the sand goes, and then it might be set to a certain amount of time. So it's kind of like that, but it's like cups. Then you have the middle, then you have another cup. So you have two cups, and then you have the center connecting it. And you tie the string a certain way on that center connecting it, and depending on what hand it you are, you kind of just stroll with it, and you just, like, bring it up and just kind of bounce it a little bit. And it speeds it up. And you can do some very cool tricks with it it's a very fun toy and it's definitely a challenge mm-hmm.
1: and i don't i don't
0: see a lot of people that look like me doing it so knowing that mm-hmm. i i know I, I I yeah knowing that i'm doing i'm doing something that a lot of people don't look like me doing i might be encouraging someone else mm-hmm. um that has the same skin color as me to do the same thing or even
1: um in, someone else just someone else in general. and you know you doing it, actually, it really is a fun thing to do. And I've seen, like, you progress in it. Like, you're really good at it. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, you're really good at it, and it actually is fun. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's easy. I think people learn at different pace. But for me, it was, like, I'm not the greatest at it. But for me, it just kind of felt easy. And um, Danny, I know for sure, is, like, a fast learner just like um how i play guitar using youtube videos he learns his and his cooking skills and his um diablo skills and things like that off of youtube also so i think that that that's really cool do you take on any diverse toys or any different culture toys you know i just stick with the things that you have and i just play with those
0: okay and let's talk we so i talked about my um favorite diverse food that's not american food or just food that we eat in our household. So, if you were to say that you love like what kind of what type of food is your favorite like chinese food, japanese food, some chicken curry from india. You also have um chicken curry from africa like you know, what kind of curry do you like any type of curry? What kind of curries do you like? Do you just have like any
1: preference or you just like all of it? Um, I like a lot of african food. I don't remember the name of it. I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> No, I haven't tried fufu yet, but we can make it tonight if we want. Um, I can't remember. I know that in Africa they have, I'm not really sure what the name is, but it's like a really good chicken, and um, it has veggies in it, and I know it's got like a little bit of ginger to spice it up a bit, and cabbage, it is so good, and I, I like that. And it, I think it's called java rice is another one. I think that one. That's that I one, think that's a different dish. It's mm-hmm. African. Um, it's pretty good. I, I hope I'm pronouncing the name right.
0: It's uh, that African um chicken and vegetable thing that she was, um, an entree that she was just talking about. It is very strong in taste buds. So if you like stuff with a big burst of flavor and something really mm-hmm. strong, you would really
1: like that dish. Also, I would like to make a correction. It's actually jollof rice. I, don't, I think I said java, but jollof. So, sorry.
0: So, as you know, we're talking about diversity, Mm -hmm. taking on different cultures, eating different foods, um, dressing differently. So this might be a challenging question, but I'm gonna ask you one thing. If well, I have more things to ask you, but I'm gonna ask you this: if you were to not switch your culture or change anything about you, Mm -hmm. but if you were to have to adapt. To another country or another place, and have to take on their clothing, their food, their lifestyle, how much money the average person makes in that country. Um, where would you, what country would they, would you be living in if that was the case? Living in yeah, just for like a month or a year or so. That's a big gap, but a long uh, period
1: of time. I think for three years, I would probably like to live in Paris, France, for once in my life. Um, you can talk French. I would like to learn more about it, like French culture. It's gonna be too late to learn when you get there. <laughs> it's okay, you can still learn. Um, but you know, I'm I'm gonna I feel like I'm I want to work towards it, um, and learning French and um, cause I, I do i all I know is bonjour, and I know I would like to learn a lot more. And if I were to live anywhere for like the rest, like my whole life, it will probably like another. Place it would probably be in Canada, um, as many of my friends would know, and um, or it would be Los Angeles, California, which they are two completely different climates, but still, I would I would I would be fine with any of. Them. I would be fine with Paris, France, California, Toronto, California. Canada, or um, California, L.A., California. California. Oh, no that's right. yeah uh, Danny what about you
0: um, that's a great question I, I asked the question but I don't know the answer um I think okay that's a hard question I don't plan on leaving the US but I don't know what country I would go in. If I was to move to another state, I would move to California and I'd be in Los Angeles. Please don't. Or Nevada and I'd be in Las Vegas. Um, If I was to move to another country, I would live in, I actually don't know where I would live.
1: Yeah, you're not sure?
0: Oh Yeah, I'm not really sure.
1: You're you're interested in these places, but you just really- Yeah, I'm interested in a lot of places. I still wanna here. Yeah, but I don't plan on leaving.
0: This segment. We are now going to talk about something unfortunate all cultures have in common, and that is mental health issues. Peyton, can you tell our listeners
1: about Burger King's Not So Happy Meal? Yes, I can. Burger King has decided to launch Not So Happy Meals. They are attempting to bring in more attention to mental health. Burger King is partnering with Mental Health America. They are. They have introduced the real meals. Burger King is encouraging people to be their way and feel their way. These meals are only are only in selected. You can only find these in selected cities. Um, one meal contains like whole a a Whopper Jr. and some French fries and a drink. And um, you will find each box will say, "Everyone is not always happy all the time." So, the names of their meals, I'm, I'm not going to say them um, now in studio, but they're a little bit, I guess, what I would say offensive if I had mental health issues, and I feel like maybe it would make my, like, if I had mental health issues, it might make it worse, because they're saying not everyone is happy all the time, but I, if I'm, like, mad at that point, or I'm sad at that point, I wouldn't want to know, like, oh... Everyone's always going to be sad at like some point. Like everyone's going to be sad. Like obviously, most for the most part, I would know that. But I just feel like the way they put it was a little bit offensive. So, Danny, book, Danny, my question for you is: How do you feel about Burger King's campaign? And is this a good thing to draw attention to mental health issues?
0: I think it is an amazing. Um, I think it's an amazing that they're trying to shine a light on. People with mental health issues, because most people with mental health issues feel like they're not getting the attention that they feel that they deserve or need, or they're not getting the love that they feel they deserve and need. So I think that when Burger King shows them some type of attention, I think it touches them in some type of way. You might not touch everybody, and you can't always save everybody. You can't be a superhero to everybody, everybody.
1: But I think that they, they're they doing good. Um, I disagree. Because I feel like that they're making their meals a little bit, like, I get, I think they're making, like, people feel a little bit more sad, kind of. And, like, this is, like, this is, okay. I, I, first of all, they're kind, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, you're eating yourself out of depression or anger. And, um, one of the meals, I'm only going to name one, um, is called the Blue Meal, Meal. And, um. It's a blue box, and it's a frowny face on it, and I don't know. It just seems, like, sad, and, like, they have, like, dark meanings behind them and everything, and I, I, I'm just not really feeling, like, oh, like, not everyone is happy. Like, I get, people get that, but I feel like it's kind of, like, making someone's depression worse or anger worse. Sadness worse. And I just think that it wasn't a... I think they could have addressed it a little bit more better. Um, by, like, having, like, some kind of, like, sessions or something. But telling them to, like, oh, yeah, buy this and you'll get all of your your feelings will be better. I mean, I don't think it's a good thing. You um, mentioned earlier when you were
0: talking, you said... That I'm sad for, like they're gonna be. Everyone's gonna be sad for a period. That's what they're talking about. They're gonna be sad for that period of time. They're gonna be sad for that, mm-hmm. period of, time. yeah, period of time. So, it's not. Yeah. So that's what. I, to me, you just kind to help them by saying you're gonna be sad for this period of time. Then when this period of time is
1: over, you'll be happy again you'll be talking again but what i'm saying is that people with mental health issues don't always feel like that they probably are thinking oh yeah like my life sucks and um i'm gonna be sad my whole life and them saying like oh yeah not everybody is happy no not everybody is happy all the time that's but, but they will
0: get through it if they're saying not
1: everyone's happy or not everyone is happy all the time all the time yeah so i know but I just think like it makes them worse in a way. I okay. I okay. How many more to say about that? It says
2: The issue with the Burger King campaign is that they don't offer any words of encouragement yeah. for who might be depressed
1: Yeah, and that's I'm, what I'm trying to say
2: Right, and if I'm sad and you just tell me oh everybody is sad that doesn't make me feel better yeah. that doesn't put hope in my heart they said so not if,
0: everyone's happy all the time right, yeah, but not that's everyone's not, happy yeah. all
2: the time but how do I know that I won't be sad forever They're, they could have made better a better campaign mm-hmm. if they had engaged Included Mm -hmm. some real um, help or strategies for help for people in that in those situations, and they could also provide words of encouragement, Mm -hmm. not just something to reinforce the negative mood that they already have.
1: That was our mom, by the way. So thank you. Also, I like. I yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I just wish they could have like said like something like at don't r- remember at the in a storm at the end of a storm there is always going to be a rainbow, and that's could that could have been what they said, but instead they just chose something negative and they didn't rep- like say anything else after that, so that's why I think it was not a very good thing to say. I
0: I honestly just don't I don't think that Burger King um is on top of the fast food joints. So I just think that they said, "Okay, let's just talk about mental health," and then they talked about it just so they'll get more attention, and maybe they might just try to get more profit. Oh, they're trying to do something for the community. Let me support them, or something like that. That's what I think.
1: Cause, yeah, they're disgusting. <laughs> um, well, some people do like Burger King, but um, people with mental health issues. Um, I did some more research, and I went. And a lot of it comes from bullying. And I went to mental health. So we're going to talk about mental health and, health and bullying. Some fun facts. Well, not fun facts. Um, some facts I heard and saw. Um, NoBully.com said that 77% of students are bullied mentally, verbally, or physically. Or and physically. 73% of kids fear of harassment in their school bathrooms. Which is a really big deal. Like sexual harassment? Yes. <gasps> because you shouldn't feel... You should feel well, just safe. Getting a, uh, just getting
2: uh, harassed like harassed, that too, also. Harassed, yeah. Just, it doesn't have to be sexual, but just feel like they're going to get bullied mm-hmm. at a and time. Teased. Yeah, or teased
1: at a time where you're most vulnerable. And also, one in three students get bullied in the same... From a form of their peers. Um, which... The harassment, the, first of all, all of it is bad. And secondly, you should never feel unsafe where you are. Unfortunately, that happens.
0: That but at a good. school
1: environment, you should never feel unsafe. Like, if you're going to be there all the time, you want to feel like you're safe. And I just think, like, things like this, it's not good because it's, it's hurting the, like, it's mentally hurting people. And, um. It's making people want to die, and it's not a good thing at all. Um, now, Do Something said, On av- I looked up, I went to do and they said, on average, one in five teens suffer from a mental illness. All right, that's quite a few people. Um, suicide is the third leading cause of death for people ages 15 to 24 years old. Um, which is, uh, Mom, Danny, do you guys have anything to say about that? It's the third leading cause of death from ages 15 to 24. No, just suicide.
0: It's sad that people get to the point, or they feel that they have been treated to the point that they feel that they need to take their lives. And that should not be the case. And it's not always the person's fault. It's never the person's fault. It's not always the person's fault, but it's just sad that they feel that way. And if they, if I was to feel a type of way, in this way, I think, I know if a lot of people depend on religion to get them out of tough situations. Mm-hmm. I will be on my knees praying to my God, to God. And I don't know what you guys would do. You guys might pray to your God or you guys might do what you guys would like to do. But when I have a problem, I like to lean on my religion. I like to pray. I like to open the Bible. I like to preach. I mean, I like
1: to receive preach some preaching, yes. Mm-hmm. So, Ma, do you have anything to say on that? Like, that? that's pretty sad.
0: Yes, I
2: say that that is very uh, sad. Um, but the, the saddest part about it is people at such a young age mm-hmm. feel like they don't have hope. But because you haven't lived to be 40 when you're 24 or you haven't lived to be 60 when you're only 14, you have to know or understand that you will overcome certain situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but people don't always, uh, they don't always think that.
0: Uh-huh. And I would just like to say, if, you, if I know we have a lot, we have a young group of children that listen to our podcast if you do feel this way look at your parents because they've been through some tough times it wasn't always biscuits and gravy for them or it wasn't it wasn't always just lollipops and rainbows yeah lollipops and rainbows ice cream and sprinkles it wasn't always like that for them and they might not even be you might not even see that in them right now but they're still living to be your parents they're still going and yeah, I think it might even be better if you see your parents struggling. But you know that they're still moving forward. Mm-hmm. Keep moving forward more. with them. They gave birth to you so they could raise you the way that they want you to be. So, so, so just look at their example.
1: Mm-hmm. Look at their example. I have one more thing to say. Um, uh, one more fact. On average, about 1 out of 6,500 6, people die from committing suicide every 16.2 minutes. Like, that's, like, you're like, oh, some of you might be like, oh, that's not a lot at all. But really, 1, one is way too many. But this, this is actually more than I thought. And um, it, it's just... It's a little bit sad to hear that people are like, like my mom said, like, oh, there's no hope in the world, so I don't matter to anybody, so I'm just going to do this. Because, you know, I feel like people, I don't know, because I've never wanted to commit suicide, but I feel like, I don't know, I maybe because people that are dealing with this kind of situation feel like there's no safety, so they feel like, oh, if I die... I won't have to deal with this or I won't have to feel this or I won't have to, um, feel or share or do any of that. And I, I just think it's sad to hear people be like, uh, just want to kill themselves because of life. Right. And you always
2: have to remember that if you were to do something like take your own life, because there are so many people mm-hmm. who, uh, love you or there are people who love you, you will negatively impact their life. Yeah. Um, so just just hang in there to anybody that we're talking to um, now, just hang in there. Mm-hmm. Um get some help when you need it. And don't yeah. ever be ashamed to get help because it's your life and you deserve to live the best life um, that's in store for you. I think we can mm-hmm. wrap this one up.
1: Yes, I have one more thing to say. So, okay. like my mom said, the best thing to do is get help in any way shape or form that you can go to someone. There is always, and I mean always, there is going to be at least one person in your life that means the most to you and the one person that you can tell anything to. Tell that person, get help. Um, help yourself. And also, if you need help, if you if you or someone you know needs help, and um, you would like to get it from online, which you can get it physically, mentally, online, um, you can go to do DoSomething.org and um, bully, NoBully.org. So um, I think we're gonna close this up and do a little game. And uh, before we trivia. Before we do
0: that game, before we do that game, I just want to say. There is a um, former Destiny's Child member, Michelle Williams, was suffering of depression and mental health illness. And I know a lot of our younger kids these days spend a lot of their time on Instagram. Look, follow her on Instagram. Look at in her profile and see the things that she has talked about and how it's not going to be like that forever. You won't be in this hole forever. You can find a way to get yourself out of that hole or so you could try to find someone who can help you out of that hole. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say that before we start closing out to our
1: final stuff. All right. Um. Yeah, we're gonna transition into our cultural trivia game to lighten the mood. All right, everybody, it's time to switch gears to our cultural trivia game. So, (laughs) so mom, can you tell us um, some questions? And our mom is going to tell us some questions and we are going to answer them as best as we can. Whoever has the most points or gets the most right will win. All right. First question. All right. Mm
2: -hmm. Cultural trivia. Yes. Which city is situated in two continents. Is it A, Switzerland, B, Melbourne,
1: or C, Turkey? Turkey! I'm gonna say Melbourne. Ding ding! Danny got it right. miss bassoon um, told me this.
2: Yes. And you want to tell them where where she's from?
0: And she's from Turkey. All right. Because I was looking at something, and I was said, "Are you from the Asian part of Turkey or the um oh. European side?" So oh, yeah. Yay! They makes it. All right. What's the next question? Okay. All right. So,
2: which non-polar desert is the biggest desert in the world? Non polar Non-polar means it's not at Danny. the North Pole or the South, South
0: Pole.
2: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Here are your options A, the Mojave Desert, B, the Sahara Desert, or C, the Australian
1: Desert.
0: Sahara, I'm gonna go with Mojave Desert.
1: Ding ding! Peyton got it right. Danny, it, oh my god. <laughs>
2: Thankfully, you guys didn't say the Australian desert because I don't think that that exists. All
0: right. All right. Next. Next question, question number three.
2: Question number three. In what city do kids play Corre Cordy, La Garaca? Is it A, Chile, B, Spain, or C Italy.
1: B Spain. Yeah, I'm gonna say Spain. Uh, Chili. Chile. Yeah, Chile. Yes, I got it right. Nobody gets a Dang
2: point. You, you got, got it nobody right. a the point. Yeah, nobody gets oh, a first one. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> then we you give us bonus? <laughs> 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 All right, we can let this be the bonus then. Question number four. Yeah. All right. In Thailand, people play a game called Takraw. 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 Something like that. <laughs> What game is to cross similar to in the U.S.? Is it basketball? Is it hacky sack? Or is it frisbee? Hacky
1: sack! Yeah, I'm going to say B. Hacky sack. Ding, ding! You both got it right. Okay, Um, we need
0: need. another
2: one. I don't have another one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just give us some type of bonus question. Some type
2: of bonus question.
0: No don't, yeah, don't I just that. no, don't get don't no, get suggestions. No, don't get suggestions. Oh sh. Oh, so come out up. <laughs> few uh, minutes.
2: there are two
0: continents mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. that share the same land landmass, right? So what um name do we call it? Call it sometimes. Central. No. Wait, I, I don't even know the question.
1: Wait, what
2: what are the options? Oh, your yeah, options? Is it North South America? Is it Eurasia? Or is it um
1: Eurasia. Africa. Oh, Eurasia.
2: Eurasia. <laughs> <laughs> What country were those empanadas from? The US! No. So we ate them in the US, yes. <laughs> but the recipe originated in what country? Chili.
1: Um, yes. Yes! Uh-huh. Yes! <laughs> I was. I wanted to say chili, but I was going to be like, oh, no, no, no. And the <laughs> winner of this round, oh, someone
0: else should say it. I'm real. Like, uh no <laughs> all right danny danny, danny wins Martin. yay i'ma up
1: but you're not getting anything so yeah. i get extra rice christmas my love yeah you just get our love <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everybody, I am so sorry to say that it is about that time, but before we say our official goodbyes, we have not one but two big announcements. Lately, we've been getting a lot of questions on what does NB teen stand for, and we are happy to say that NBT stands for National Broadcasting for Teens. The second announcement I have is that we are not just on SoundCloud. we are now on Podbean, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. So make sure to follow us on both our Facebook and our Instagram. Our Instagram is just teen Podcast. Once again, that is the letter N, the letter B, Teen Podcast. Our Facebook is as simple as NBTeen. The letter N, the letter B, Teen. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, hope you all had a nice time make sure you listen to our next podcast and all the other ones before love you all so much and-